0: guys you know welcome to recreated and guess what i'm doing right now i'm trying to figure with my out, out a microphone how how is everyone so we're re- recreated
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we tell oh. stories and we have our friends come and they tell their stories and we like to think that we help them tell their stories and um that it's fun for everybody so today we have our friend christine kylie and she's going to <laughs> humor us Listen, she's going to have a lot of patience because we're going to ask questions. Mm -hmm. She's going to be trying to tell her story, and we're going to ask questions. Mm -hmm. You're cool with that, right? That's the best. Okay, good. Yeah. So there's Melissa, and then... (laughs) Jamie,
2: Where's Melissa?
0: (laughs) Exactly. And then... I can't
1: even think. (laughs) And
3: then who... (laughs) Who are uh, you, and young uh, man? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> young man, man, do I appreciate that? <laughs> uh, oh Keith, wow, that's me. <laughs> okay. I
3: almost feel like we should redo this. No, we're not. Okay, this is the best. Okay, we're keeping it. Okay, okay,
0: hold on, guys, because we're gonna talk. Did you about introduce fun stuff. Christine? I Arne? did. Oh, she had like we had a whole conversation, Jamie. Where were <laughs> you? God. I'm
2: sorry, my bad. <laughs> Maybe we do need to redo that. Oh, oh,
0: we so. Uh, uh, uh,
3: All right, um, so we posed another question on Facebook last week, and we we're trying to do that every week. And Christine, you can chime in during this part too, by the way. Um, and it was, when you hear the phrase, I am speaking my truth, how does that make you feel? <laughs> so I guess we should explain, what is what does that even mean? Is that, are, are we saying that it's somebody that says... Well, I don't. I wouldn't say that I agree one hundred percent with that or this. I mean, I kind of have my own truth. Is that what what yeah. that means? Yeah, pretty
2: much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I just think it's dangerous territory that we've gotten into because speaking my truth just is. I feel like I feel like that means truth is relative, and truth is if, if there's no absolute truth, and everybody's just speaking their truth, that's a mess. So I think we need to get to a place that we differentiate between the two. And, and, and as a Christian, maybe we start using a different phrase. Maybe this is how I feel, or um, this is how I see it. I get where it came from. I get that. It's, um, you know, people that uh, I I think when I looked it up online, the biggest or the most uh, articles was about um, Oprah, that that's where it originated. Mm. And so it's kind of giving a voice to the marginalized, um, the Me Too movement, you know, people saying, you know, this is my truth. This is what happened. I I understand that. I get that. Um, But what starts to happen is you have people that are just being like, well, for me, this is how I feel. And so how I feel is truth. And Mm -hmm. so this is what's going to happen. And I think that's dangerous territory, especially as Christians, because we got to have absolute truth if we're just relying on our feelings all the time it, well, obviously it's not good that's mm-hmm. what we have the Bible for Um I don't know it's just a it's just something that kind of makes me cringe when people just use it all the time mm-hmm. because truth and feeling isn't the same and I think we're really confusing the two in this in this day and age well it
2: mm-hmm. sounds like in our culture truth and truth aren't the same right Which I think for me, that's one of the things I've always struggled with is it's when you sit down and have a conversation with somebody, you, you almost have to spend some time defining what terms mean Mm. in order to have a common conversation because someone can say something and their vocabulary and their understanding of that vocabulary is on a whole different spectrum than mine. Mm -hmm. So... You say, this is how I feel about a truth. Where I come from, we were, and I'm being honest here, Mm -hmm. where I came from, we were constantly badgered about that statement. There's nothing about how you feel. It doesn't matter how you feel. Don't ever say how you feel. Your feelings don't matter when it comes to the truth. Mm -hmm. It's the truth and you either believe it or you don't believe it, and then there's how you feel. Hmm. And mm. so, so when I sit with somebody and they say those things, I got that little buzzer going off in my head, warning, warning, somebody, somebody's not relating to this correctly. Um, and that's just a... I, I think we've been led down this road for 50 years. Yes. Since the f- late 50s, definitely during the 60s when... The free expression of self became the absolute, uh, absolutely recommended way of life coming out of mainstream cultural Americanism. And then those of us that grew up in the 80s, you know, came into the world in the 70s and the 60s and the 80s, man, we got, we bit into that. That's all we know. True. Go and do your own thing you don't get the re- the result of that is uh and I think that's the real conflict for the kingdom believer is I'm I'm in a culture telling me I can do whatever I want to do, think whatever I want to think, but I read the Bible and it's telling me this is how you do it. What do you do? It's a big question. Oprah was a
3: really good <laughs> example I've thought about that a lot with her every time somebody's on that show she's like yeah that's a, that's what I believe too you know what I mean it's like well what do you really believe I guess she just believes whatever the the episode's about but anyway.
0: yeah and that's kind of how actually the one article I read it wasn't a Christian article by any means but the guys talked about different people that she had on and um, just how she would just let them speak their truth with no Um, nobody to even counter, like, uh, give give the counter response to whatever she would agree, yes, and
3: she's very influential, yes, yeah. Um, and so, but basically, yeah, so if you if you agree with 99.999% of the Bible and then you don't agree with that one percent, well, that's not truth, right? Right, yeah. So a lot of people is
2: well, let me ask you a question. Do you think that the Bible addresses every truth that there is?
3: No, that's not what I mean. I mean everything that's in the Bible, you know what I'm saying, okay, so are you you either
0: you, believe it all or you don't yeah, yeah, yeah you can't, you don't get to pick and choose
3: right, but Which people was, do and religions do, yeah, religions do, yeah, good point. they add, they take away yeah, to make it work, you for know themselves.
0: speaking of a really great truth um so, friend of the show, I like to say, Lou Fister. <laughs> today was in my Lou chair. Lou Fister. And um I want to say feast or I don't know why. I don't want to say Fister cuz it seems more extravagant. It seems to fit her better, but we'll just say Fister cuz that's what it is. Um What do you want to say? Feastor. <laughs> oh,
3: p- isn't it
0: Feaster? It is cuz it has a P at the begin, yeah. Beginning. True. So she is just okay. So, let's talk about Lou because not everybody's met Lou. So, let's do a sidebar about Lou. We had her on the program. Well, we did. Yes. So you you kind of met her. But you haven't met her in person. And I think that. I think that your typical. um, You're. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. So you're typical (laughs) who you think of. I don't know. Like you think when you think of when you think of Christian women in America, do you think of a white middle aged woman that like has cute earrings and has this look to (laughs) her possibly blonde? I don't know. Anyway, she's like a cool like like Joan Jet like
3: She's a gangster mom. She
0: is so <laughs> I, I know we can't, say, Joan we can't say we can't say B A on the program, really, but that's what
2: I would say. That's that's a really <laughs> good description. Um,
0: and so I she so is. you could be as a woman, you could be a little intimidated because she's so super cool. Um and she is very like 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 cool with the guys too. And I've always, and this is another part of me, I've always thought I was cool with the guys, but then Lou comes in and then you're like, dude, I'm like such a chick and Lou's like cool (laughs) with the guys. Anyway, she is just like, so I have her in my chair today and um, she's talking about uh, one of the most heard, most known, most memorized verses in the Bible, Um, which I'm thinking of another one, but that's not the one. Okay, trust in the Lord with all your heart and renew rely not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths and she says the word trust she said you know you know what that actually means and i said tell me tell me lou tell me and she says um actually she sent it to me because that's just how sweet she is after after the fact she sent it and so the hebrew keith correct me but basically the hebrew for the word trust is to care less not be careless but to care less
2: i've heard it i've heard it love less
0: oh love less yeah like care less like don't love as much don't love as hard <laughs> yeah. I'm well confused. L- well no. i don't if understand you, if you
2: yeah. when you're trusting someone yes you're caring less about what you think yeah, and-, and and if you go a step further which you can with that word, I don't love myself enough to to override what this person has said to me. Mm-hmm. They've promised. So I'm not going to look at myself and say, "No, no, that can't be true because I've had this experience or that experience or that I know this fact or that knowledge." What they say trumps everything that I am, and I'm never going to look at myself. Yeah. Hmm. Ever
0: and it says bold next to it, next to care less
2: bold. You you think about this, Abraham? Do you know all of these moments where he's interacting with God in these situations he gets in? And he does all these weird things when God asks him to do something. He you know he does these add-ons or he trips up with his wife a couple times. You know <laughs> some major faux pas in yeah, marriage for sure.
3: Not good at all.
2: When God says to him, "Go sacrifice your son," I say this on this program a lot. I know I do.
3: Well, it's probably one of the most challenging things <laughs> right. in the he Bible. He
2: does not say a word. Yeah. Right. And by that time he's 100 or, or no, he's over 100. He's got to be like 120. Right. He's been walking with God for 50 years. Yeah. He finally figured it out. I don't have this I don't there's nothing for me to say. No. I trust you. You're asking me. I'm just going to go do it. Mm. Man, I need to get better at that. Mm. We all do. We all do. do. (laughs) Because I I don't think any of us trust him that way. (laughs) Right. Right. I really don't. I I think it's easy to to put the patterns on. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's this question. What do you believe? Man, my belief system hasn't even remotely gotten me close enough to trust him.
0: That's that's, that's it. (laughs) That is it.
2: That is it. I got all the theology right man i know some hebrew and i know some greek and i can teach and i can do all this talking but do i do i have does that all lead me to trust him Poof. I don't. not not really not like i need to be
3: you know what's crazy when you think about it and i'm sure people think about it all the time but for him to say kill your own son mm-hmm. he could have asked him to do other things like kill your brother you know,
1: or, <laughs> or kill. Easier. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah, but he asked him to do the hardest thing any parent could. Right. do I got to
0: tell you when I read that to my girls the first time? They were all little, and I'm like, "I promise you, God's never, He will never, ever, ever don't ask anybody ever say to say ever- that out
2: loud, man, because you don't know."
0: No, I'm pretty sure.
2: You're pretty, pretty sure. sure.
0: No, he's not going to.
3: That's why she doesn't pray for his will be done. Here, here's here's, here's <laughs> Wait a,
2: a second. Listen, listen. Let's, let's, here, can we get Here's clear? the big here's the big issue with that with that moment. <laughs> It has nothing to do with just him sacrificing his son. Right. It has to do with whether Abraham sees that the father is going to sacrifice his son. Are they on the same page together?
0: Right. And that's why my kids never have to worry about me giving them as a sacrifice because Jesus Christ died on the cross. And that's what I told them mm. before they fell asleep that night. Well said. So Mommy will not so be sacrificed. Before asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They so it easily them. just
3: left their mind after you said that. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Well, well, we uh there's one truth, right? Yeah. It's black and white. It's all in the Bible. Yeah. Right? Right? Right. So
0: maybe just just check you got yourself. Anything, Christine, you good?
3: You're just saving it all up for <laughs> yeah. your story, huh? Yeah. Cool, cool.
0: Yeah. So just check yourself, Christian, before you say, This is my truth Maybe be like this is how I feel.
2: Or truth this is, is truth. I thought if we just say it's my opinion.
0: Okay.
4: I've, I've never <laughs> okay. used the word this is my truth. Yeah, no.
2: I know. Yeah, I don't so either. So that's bizarre to me. It's yeah. my opinion. But, from From my perspective, that's a better word too. Yeah. From, from where I sit in the world, what I've seen in my life, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of secular people, atheists, whatever, who don't believe in God or Jesus or anything like that. And that's mm-hmm. one of their biggest beefs is, is Christians are so adamant with all of their knowledge that they can understand and see every single thing that's ever existed and, and is done in the earth. And they're right. A Christian can't see all of that. Right. Paul said it. We look through a mirror darkly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We don't get, we don't see the whole thing. I don't see the whole thing. I don't see either, I don't, this is just really small. I've, I didn't observe Jamie in his life in the last week. I haven't seen Christine in her life. I haven't seen Melissa in her life. I'm missing a lot of truth. But there's one the thing that's bigger than all of us because we're just human beings and you know confined to four dimensions, and God is outside of all that. So, true. If anybody's ever been outside the four dimensions, let me know because maybe you're the one to be on the podcast. <laughs> oh man, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the band um, Need to Breathe. Uh, they have this verse in this song if anyone's cheating death uh then speak up but if if you're not then shut up basically Mm.
3: Mm. yeah please reach out (laughs) reach out (laughs) let me know the fountain of youth where is it Kick it off, Keith.
2: Where were you born, Christine? <laughs> That's an easy question, right? Yeah. That's the easiest one we'll ask the whole night.
4: And I love that you guys ask because um, you're going to meet my husband next week and he's all about, and you'll notice through the whole podcast that we're completely opposite. He's got an outline and, you know. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. And cool. he wanted, you know, me to have one and... Um, I have been approached to write a book several times, and it's in the back of my head. I do have an outline-ish, mm-hmm. but I'm more fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants and cool. like questions. So I was born in Columbia Stations, Ohio. Well, how about that? Yeah. Somebody how about outside that? of Medina <laughs> County. <How laughs> yeah. about well, is that? Is
3: that Wayne County?
4: I have no idea.
2: Oh, I think it is. <laughs> is
3: how it? far from no, here is it? I don't it's know. It's more north, I think.
4: Oh.
2: Towards Cleveland? <laughs> Christine <laughs> does not know
3: where she was born
4: I mean we've been there We've been by there But I don't yeah. know It's out kind of past Valley City maybe I'm oh, not see, sure okay. no, Let's not worry but about it was that a, It was a horse farm <laughs> Oh okay And we had 50 horses And wow. tons of land wow. And really cool house And
2: What they what were the horses for?
4: Um, my dad boarded them
2: Oh really? Okay so, Yeah
4: He also had his own And like for my Um for my baby shower, I got a pony. Oh, oh for real? Yeah. Oh. His name is wow. Kabasi. Little, oh. white, little white pony Kabasi. So he I, is now sausage. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> I, think,
2: I think he's Elmer's. Oh, <laughs> Elmer's. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. It was uh. a, a apparently...
4: Um, I have... Blocked out most of my life, mm. and that mm. is a survival skill. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll talk about that later. But um, so things I remember because people have told me, mm-hmm. or I keep repeating the stories enough that I'm not sure did they really happen, or is mm. it you know what I mean, or just because mm-hmm. I speak? I
3: yeah, wow. So You'll
4: have to kind of be patient.
3: That's all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. That's the power of the mind, right? I yeah. yeah. I didn't really know that was possible that's crazy
4: mm-hmm. yeah cool so siblings i have an older brother three years older mm-hmm. and uh we're close i mean as close as we can be we, you know he lives in hudson and mm-hmm. um
2: is his story on the same level
4: well his is worse than mine mm. oh wow so but i don't want to i'm being very careful i don't want to tell his story sure, right sure. right you know i'm just trying to he's super private if mm-hmm. you're
2: connected because you...
4: Just because we're the only two that experienced everything together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wow. know, Till high school, and then we kind of went our own ways. Mm-hmm.
2: Did you guys know you were going through it together?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And actually, it it affected me more because I saw what my brother was going through, which was mm-hmm. worse than what I was going through, and it really just crushed me my whole life. Like, even... The other day we were talking about something that we went through as kids uh, with someone else. And I mean, I just want to cry all the time for Mm. him, Mm. for him. Mm -hmm. So it's not a pity party for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I am who I am because of my, my past and Mm -hmm. it's all okay. Mm. So I don't want one person to think I'm sharing because I want pity. No. Right. I want people to overcome. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And... It's a great overcomer story.
1: Mm.
2: Praise God! Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. That's so my the parents, podcast. My parents were married. Um, they had parties all the time, drinking. Mm. Um, my dad was into um, mm, kind of like design and arts and stuff. Like he would be paid to have a golf course turned into Hawaii and on each Um, each time you go to a hole it was a different experience and really and shots and you know that's awesome (laughs) it was they were like yeah he was really fun wow and he owned a company called display studios in cleveland and there was like three or four stories that i remember um a really old elevator you had to pull go up and down oh how fun! and he actually lived there um after my parents got divorced Mm. but um just fun stuff you know things you would never find like you know huge six foot um giraffes and I mean just anything you can think <laughs> of to decorate oh with it was just really cool I loved going there I do oh, remember yeah. that as that's awesome. good, something good so
3: unique so yeah, yeah. so th- so your parents had parties a lot
4: they did um and then they got divorced when I was two mm. so my brother was five mm-hmm. and that's kind of where it all started Mm. We we lived with my mom.
2: How is your relationship with them now?
4: Well, my mom is deceased, and we'll get to that. And um, your dad? I, he's awesome. He's great. Okay, good. Very good relationship.
2: Good. Mm. Yeah. So. Where does he live? Cleveland. Medina. <laughs> 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 had to sneak them yeah, to yeah. thanks he <laughs> uh, asked yeah. for it yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna start bringing in the internationals <laughs> well yeah we need
3: please we need some
2: international <laughs> blood in here yeah
3: we will have an out-of-towner here soon but yeah. <laughs> not international
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we we moved in my mom took us i know Now, again, this is like hearsay. I don't remember, Mm -hmm. but he paid extra child support so he could see us every weekend. And, you know, he doted on us. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't remember it, but um, my mom was a bartender and so she worked at night. Mm. So my brother raised me. Mm. Oh, wow. And he was what, you know. Five, six. Yeah, just a few years. What, like three years older than you? Three years older than me. Um,
2: She would go to work, and it was just you two at home?
4: Yeah. Now, I don't know what age that started, because I... Now, my brother, he has a photographic memory, which actually makes me sad, because he doesn't forget Um, anything. uh wow. You know, he can remember being in the crib. Um, wow. he's like brilliant. Wow. He can read a big book on like C plus plus and he'll be like, yeah, on page 147 in the third paragraph, I oh, was like, wow. oh, if I could have that, that's so cool. But yeah. I, I think it's also a hindrance. It's a curse yeah. It's a curse because yeah. he doesn't forget. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I don't know what age, but I know my mom got remarried mm-hmm. and I remember having two stepsisters. Mm.
2: Not connected to them at all anymore? No.
4: No idea how it went. If we liked each other. I, d- I really don't know. Hmm. Mm. Um, maybe. Right. But then they got divorced. And then uh, she got involved with another man. She was very promiscuous. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, One of the things I remember about her is we had a um, armoire. Mm-hmm. And we'd open up the doors. And there were drugs. And spoons and lighters and yeah so that's one of my memories of her Mm. and and do you think your dad realized i don't think so he was you know involved in his own life and right you know right i I don't think so i don't know right yeah um so yeah she was definitely at this point i was seven my brother was ten um Definitely for, like, two of those years, he raised me. I remember we had one of those ovens that sit on the counter, mm-hmm. and every night he'd make me TV dinners.
2: Really? And I loved
4: mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Meat love, corn, mashed potatoes, brownie. Oh, <laughs> uh, <You know>? yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can still get those. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's what I grew up on. Yeah. And I do remember being afraid at night, because we were alone. hmm I don't know where the boyfriends came in. I just don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I remember I grew up scared at night. Mm. Um, So she was, again, the reason her and my dad broke up is because of her promiscuity. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I guess we'll just jump right into it. Mm -hmm. Um,
3: Whatever you want to do. Yeah.
4: So I remember we lived in Parma Heights and we lived in a duplex that was up and down. Mm hmm and her drunk boyfriend was over. And I just remember her coming out of the bedroom in her bra and underwear screaming. And he kind of pushes us to the side, my brother and I, because we were home, and uh, grabbed a knife out of the knife drawer mm. and went out to the front yard and he he, he killed her. Um, he cut her, I don't know, maybe, it was 40 some times your mom? Mm. My mother.
1: Mm.
4: Yeah, with us kids home. So I know my brother um, jumped on his back and was trying to get him off of her. Mm. So that's horrible for a 10-year-old. Yes. Um, I ran yeah. upstairs to the neighbors, and I hid in a closet. And um, through years and years of counseling, they've decided that's why I'm claustrophobic and I have a lot of issues. Mm. Um but I remember the little boy upstairs, he was at the front glass windows looking at all the cars and the, you know, the fire the trucks and the there. lights. And he's like, oh, this is so cool. And I'm like,
1: and you don't my even know.
3: my mother's oh.
4: down there on the ground bleeding to death. Oh. So. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. And then uh, her accuser uh, stole a car mm. and drove down the street and killed himself. Oh.
2: The person that killed her?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So that's how my life kind of started. Wow. And, and you're how old at this point? Seven.
0: Seven.
4: My brother was 10. Oh. So it's been hard um, growing up without a mom. Yeah. You know, I didn't know if I'd be able to raise kids, would I be able to, you know, like, all um, these motherly things. Mm-hmm. But I did. -hmm. And you know, now looking back, um, a lot of people are so sad, you know. And I'm like, you know what though, I would have, maybe I would have been a prostitute. Maybe I'd be on drugs. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, she was not.
2: She was not healthy.
4: My my memory of her, and you know, her sisters are still alive, and they might disagree with me, but you know, she, because they'd say, oh, she'd dress you up, and she'd take you to church, and you know, dote on you. But I don't remember any of that. I just remember being alone at night. Right. Mm-hmm. And the the violence every night. People mm-hmm. would come in her bed and out of her bed and the screaming and the yelling and um to this day when people fight like, you know, loud. Mm-hmm. I we Doug and I don't fight loud because mm-hmm. that means someone's gonna die.
0: Wow.
3: The yeah, I mean all the negative stuff far outweighs any of the positive stuff that she might have done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that makes sense, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine.
4: <clears throat> so, uh, we went and moved in with my dad, and mm-hmm. he was already remarried. Mm-hmm.
3: And he was in the at that at the uh, building now at the time, or
4: no? He he was already remarried, and uh, okay. they had a home. Oh, okay, and she, ugh, I don't remember where. I think Willoughby. That's
3: fine. Willoughby works something, <laughs> something like
4: that. But um, and I don't really remember her before my mom died. So I don't know if he took us around her. Mm. I know she didn't like kids. Mm. She never wanted kids and so maybe we didn't see her. Mm. But then we had to move in with her. And uh she was a child abuser. Oh,
3: oh boy. Gosh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did your dad know?
4: Nope. Mm. No. For 3 years um she was very abusive to my brother, mm-hmm.
3: physically. You know, I mean,
4: like everything.
3: Uh, sexually. Not too?
4: sexually. It's the only saving grace. Mm-hmm. She did not sexually abuse us, but um, verbally, mentally, um, physically. Mm. I remember her dragging my brother up the stairs by his hair. Mm. What
3: was she in? Uh, Kicking
4: him down the steps. Um, mm.
3: Was she an alcoholic or a drug addict? Or how do you have? I don't know. The conscience to do that.
4: I don't
2: know Or the lack of conscience
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah (laughs) Man
2: Crazy
4: So for three years we endured that um, I remember Having to brush her Very long hair like to her butt Blonde And having to brush her hair for like three hours at a time Oh my gosh And I remember um, We lived in Chagrin Falls at the time And I loved going to school Because it was my outlet Mm -hmm. And uh If I didn't tell on my brother, she would threaten to beat me. Mm. So I'd have to tell on my brother things that, you know, he would do whatever, you know. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it it was rough. I remember looking out my bedroom window because one day she locked us in our bedroom all day and she messed up the house. And when my dad came home from work, she told him that we did it. And he came in and spanked us.
0: Have you ever seen Flowers in the Attic? She sounds like some kind of like villain type, not in a Disney good way, but
2: like. Mommy just, dearest.
0: Yes. Holy just, moly. Yeah, just
3: out to torture. Just
1: for the just sake of Just for her
3: own yeah. enjoyment.
2: And your, and your dad never you had an idea. N- 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 no. Wow. And you guys didn't talk to him about oh, it. Oh, no,
4: because she threatened to kill us. Ugh.
2: Oh how do you do that to kids who just lost their mother that way Well man, oh I do man.
4: remember we weren't allowed to cry mm. About our mom
3: Oh my gosh And uh,
4: she was like y- I'm your mother now And I remember getting very sick a lot mm. Probably the anxiety oh, and stress yeah, of all of it Oh yeah um,
2: yeah. Couldn't even mourn the right way mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. did that do What did all that do to you socially you know, oh. Away from the house
4: well, kids made fun of us when they found out our mother was killed. Oh, what? my gosh. hmm So we were like outcasts. Um, Man. So I tried not to tell people. Mm. I mean, there's going to be people hearing this that I went to high school with, and they're like, what? Mm, yeah. So I tried not to tell people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it came up in conversation or something, you know, but.
3: Kids are cruel.
4: They're really cruel. hmm uh-huh. So I I remember sitting in my room one day, looking out the window, and this affects me still today, um, saying, why doesn't anybody see that we're not outside playing? Yeah. You know, why isn't anybody seeing what she's doing to us all day? Mm. And I just remember looking at cars that went by, and we lived in a cul-de-sac, so there wasn't a lot of traffic, but... To this day, like if I know people have children, I'm like, why aren't they out playing? And I'm looking mm. in the
0: windows. Wow. See, that's something that I never <laughs> yeah. even think of. Yeah. yeah.
4: Wow. So wow. the day we did, my brother and I got together with my dad's mom and I remember holding on to her leg and we we said, We're gonna tell you something, but you gotta promise not to leave our side ever. Like we're scared. Mhm. And uh It took like a hot second Once my grandma knew that That lady was out on the street And my dad found I mean I'm surprised they didn't kill her Oh wow they believed
3: you
2: good They
4: totally believed us But Hmm. it took us three years to tell Oh Wow And so
0: She leaves and then Do you guys get counseling Is there any help (laughs) to process any of this You just go on with life And you're
2: what 15 at that point
0: 12, no, 13? I was
4: in 3rd grade.
2: When she leaves?
4: Third. Something something like that? Don't don't quote so me. So you on were dates. in elementary school. I was definitely no I remember being in elementary school but I, I okay. loved my 3rd grade teacher. Okay. And I think I bonded with them because, yeah. you know, they're my outlets. They were the, they were my mom cuz I didn't have a mom. I didn't have a stepmom. I didn't, you know. Right. So I was in 3rd grade cuz we'd walk home from school cuz it was down the street. And uh Yeah, so I was in third, so my brother was in sixth. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, another woman taken out of our life, which that was a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really don't have a lot of memories between third and fifth grade. Mm.
2: Can't imagine you would.
4: No, we didn't get counseling. I don't know if my dad didn't understand how good that would be. And back then, I don't think there... There wasn't a big push for it back then. There was not. So... I mean, I don't blame him. Just right is what it is. Mm-hmm. I do remember he had girlfriends, you know. And my brother and I are like, <laughs> no more women. Right. Ladies. Yeah. Yeah. How
3: about some normalcy, right? Yeah. Right.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we did move in with my grandma, his mom, mm-hmm. for a year mm-hmm. in Hinkley, and we lived with them. Her is that and, good? Or my grandpa. You know, I don't don't, don't remember. remember. I assume it was good. I remember her um cooking all the time, which was mm. neat mm-hmm. because um we always had TV dinners, you know. Right. And even we went out to eat a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't have a good, lot of good memories, but um my grandma's good to us. We lived there for a year, moved out, built a house in Wadsworth. Mm. Mm. And um,
3: your dad built a house in mm-hmm. Wadsworth? Oh, cool.
4: Yeah. Grew up on Acme Road.
2: Had he huh. remarried or just Not in at and this out of point. relationships?
4: Yeah, just in and out. Um,
3: what brought him to Wadsworth? Just a I don't, good no, family no. town? Maybe, maybe my aunt and
4: uncle lived there. Oh, okay. They already lived there at a, on a horse farm in, on Acme. Oh, okay. So he built right next door. Cool. And that was fun, you know, to mm-hmm. have. I love my aunt and uncle and my cousin. I remember good memories with them. I definitely have that for yeah. sure. Um, but I was always lacking. Like I always wanted family, right? I always wanted to get together with cousins and, and do fun stuff. And as soon as my mom died, um, we were not allowed to hang out with her family at all. Oh, so that was stripped from us as well. Now, I don't know if this is like, you know, like a folklore or what, but mm-hmm. they say, you know, that the, her, she had three brothers and two sisters and uh, please don't you know I hope people don't quote me and look it up because I don't know but mm-hmm. I was told the, the boys were part of the Hungarian mafia and that there were bodies in Lake Erie hmm. <laughs> I don't know you know right somebody so ransacked her uh, house you know after she died I have no memorabilia hmm. oh nothing I mean, I just got like maybe five pictures from my brother, really? maybe mm-hmm. a couple from my aunt. So yeah, like I, her jewelry, everything was taken so. by the oh, by wow. the family. Mm-hmm. So my dad said after she died, no contact. So mm. we held that up until just a couple years ago. Mm. I finally reached out to two of my aunts. Wow. wow! All the all the uncles are are passed away. Wow. Mm. Wow So there was
2: really no outside of the aunt and uncle here There was, Mm -hmm. that was the extent of any kind of family
4: Well I had, um, my grandma and grandpa were alive on my dad's side Um, My aunt and uncle that I really love I mean I love them all Um, Mm -hmm. I had an aunt, I have an aunt that I really like Um, And then I had another uncle My dad had two brothers and a sister so they, we were all good. We mm-hmm. were close. Um, they all started the Yankee Pillar Festival. They did? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, how that's about that? fun. Yeah.
2: The Yankee Pillar? Peddler.
0: It's yeah. a big deal, Keith. It's a huge. Yeah, we've done so so the know. last few
2: years.
4: Well, and it's what, um, I think I was four when it started. Mm-hmm. So it's oh. what it, maybe almost 50 years.
3: Huh. I didn't know that.
4: My uncle and my dad started it from the ground. And that is amazing. So that's what we did as a family was like, that was oh, my cool. fun. Oh,
3: yeah. It's like old school. So cool. Yankee peddler stuff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, Keith, there's like no electricity, you know, like back in the peddler days.
3: And yeah. Uh, <laughs> we dress up in <laughs> little costumes. So it's like a hoedown type type. Type. But you can go dress normal and they have like yeah. booths and they have old crafts, fashioned like. yeah you know crafts and metalsmiths and water
2: dunking and <laughs> sure. nope. stuff. no 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 <laughs> pumpkin that, no. carving and <laughs>
3: no <laughs> they have no? civil war kind of yeah. like um wagon trains and, and reenactments of yeah. the indians
4: and in the red coats
2: oh wow yeah that's it's,
4: cool it's pretty cool it's just yeah. it fun was, to go walk around so and much eat fun. food that was that Good was food. a really mm-hmm. great part of my childhood that's cool yeah, yeah. but um yeah, this was the first year they didn't have it. I know. I was going to say. Yeah. Don't even say that word. Like, I don't even want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want anything recorded with that word in my name. All right. Like, I'm just done. We'll just bleep it out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it it really stinks that that happened. Yeah. But. No kidding. So, I mean, you know, my family grew apart. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one uncle moved to Florida. We we really kind of had a little tiff with some of my other relatives. And, and again, we were very isolated again. Mm-hmm. And so what what age are you at this
0: point? You're living in Wadsworth?
4: Well yeah, we moved to Wadsworth when I was in sixth grade. Okay. Nu um I should probably throw this in here. We moved like twelve times by the time I was eleven. Mm. Oh
3: wow. Wow. Yeah, nothing
4: No stability. No, no stability at all. all.
3: And not just no stability, but all the Trauma. Trauma, yeah. Yeah. Oh.
4: yeah. So I still, to this day, everyone says I'm a nomad because I just do, I get bored and I want to move and really, you know, we've moved, I don't, Doug will probably tell you, it's, <laughs> it's a ridiculous amount with our children, but we stayed in the same school district. Yeah. Ah.
2: But, you just have to have a new house every six months.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fascinating how that does that? Because we moved what
0: I considered a lot, but not really, maybe, I don't know, like five or six times by the time I was 14, but. So my thing was, I always just wanted to stay, pick one house and stay in it forever, <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically what we've done. I don't so, yeah. know anything no, about I that. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I like,
4: can't either. I yeah. get bored after a year. <laughs> you like change? <laughs> I love change. Huh? Because I mean, I went through so much change, and I keep hoping maybe the next change would be it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You know, maybe I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, so okay, so has we, it
2: ever been true? Uh, that the next change was it no no
4: no is there
2: some reason why
4: because i was changing for all the wrong reasons Mm. okay yeah it gets better
2: yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely that's the point of the story yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) there's a good ending (laughs)
4: there's a good ending i'm here i'm alive i'm happy yeah so, um, it was hard being the new kid all the time. Yeah. You don't make good friendships. hmm So, that was a bummer. Yeah. It's I was w- only in Highland for a year. Okay. I was in Willoughby before that, Parma before that. Now I'm in Wadsworth. We actually, we lived in Wadsworth, but I went to Seville. Oh, I was going to ask. Elementary. Okay. In sixth grade up. And we had a Rittman address. So it's just weird You know Mm -hmm. We lived in three places Hmm. But it was back in the time Where there was Everyone was long distance Yeah Oh, I so forget. Across the street was long distance. I forget those days.
2: <laughs> long
1: distance
4: phone calls? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my my poor dad. I mean, the phone bills I racked up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he literally installed a payphone in our kitchen. Oh, Are my gosh. Are you serious? Gosh? Totally That's serious. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's smart. And then he had wow. to put locks on them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: They were stealing the quarters and just putting them <laughs> back in. Oh, my
4: God. So we actually, that was kind of stable because we lived there until I graduated. Oh, okay. So that was some piece. And he Graduated Seville? Cloverleaf. Cloverleaf. Wow. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Well, Seville, yeah, Seville's elementary. And they oh, and then they go to Cloverleaf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All the elementaries gained, joined together for middle school. Okay. I gotcha. And high school. So. Gotcha. I mean, I have, I have decent memories of it. I really don't have a ton.
0: Did you like school? Did you like
4: like learning? I love school. Okay. I love learning to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to college to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I just, I love learning. I used to, I do remember sitting on my um, animals up in a circle and I'd bring home work papers. Yes. And, you know, pretend yes. to be a teacher. <laughs> I've done that myself. And so <laughs> Not many, recently, but yeah, sure. <laughs> so many teachers were influential in my life. Mm-hmm you know they were just there for me so um it was cool Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i can see that for sure yeah when you don't have a stable parentage yeah Yeah, teachers teachers
0: remember that poor teachers right now
4: yeah i know yeah so my dad was in a long-term relationship at this point and she lived with us Mm -hmm. and um she was i've been into horses pretty much my whole life either with aunts and uncles or whatever or when I was a child Mm -hmm. but then I started horseback riding and taking lessons because my aunt's trainer started dating my dad oh Oh. how about that Mm -hmm. so it was really really awesome Mm -hmm. at the time um I remember just throwing my life into the barn and into horses because they're just such a great outlet Mm -hmm. you know they don't judge you um, I mean, i it's in your blood. It'll never go away. Yeah, that's what I've noticed about anybody. I just had a client the other day.
0: It's just like it's, you fall in love as a child and it just stays with you. Yeah. People with,
4: with horses.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah.
4: I miss the smell, the leather yeah. and the horses. And
2: Man, I can still smell that smell.
4: I'll go yeah. somewhere and just want to pet the horses and smell my hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people that's are like, you are thing. really weird. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah,
3: I've heard the same thing, though. I think it's true. Everybody that I know that grew up around them is either in one way or another still around them. Yeah. Or they I'll still I'll have love them, them again. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just not. I could see that. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure Doug's pumped.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, that was cool. I mean, I had a pretty good chunk of time mm-hmm. where I spent all my time at the barn. and I really love this woman in his life, and mm-hmm. my trainer, and we, we grew very close.
2: She was a good good woman at the time?
4: Well, she was really good to me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, know? I guess that's how I should say that. She was... It's a stable relationship.
4: Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, not so much, because he wasn't into the horses. You mm-hmm. know, like, I mean, you gotta fit the mold oh. to get the attention. Uh yeah. So... Yeah, I have a lot of kind of bad memories about those years with my brother. But again, it's his story to tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but it hurts me. It crushes me to mm-hmm. think about what he went through. Because yeah. mm. he was kind of an outsider. He wasn't into the... Because I horse showed and I jumped fences mm. and I just... We, that's all we did. I mean, I I missed half a year of school, I think in eighth grade. Mm. And they threatened to, you know throw me out and hold Mm -hmm. me back and all this stuff, but I was a straight A student, so they couldn't do it back then. But um, my stepmom, I call her my stepmom even though they never married, Mm -hmm. but they were Mm -hmm. together 15 years. Mm -hmm. And um, she just, you know, we'd we'd tour show from, we'd go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, recover, Mm -hmm. So I might go to school, you know, maybe two or three days a week. (laughs) Not a bad gig. (laughs) (laughs) But I love school. Uh So it was hard on me. Like, I loved showing. I Mm -hmm. love the horses. I love the people. But I love school. Mm -hmm. So I actually met Doug, my husband, in seventh grade. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. I had no idea. I was waiting for this one. I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know
2: whether to ask when, because maybe it's later. But. No, okay. we met in
4: seventh grade. He was my groom at a horse show one time. And, oh. What does um, that mean?
0: your groom? Yeah. Good like question.
4: he he would polish my boots, and oh, clean okay. up my horse, and you know wow. lift me onto the horse. Wow. Ah,
0: he, not a bad gig. He,
4: he liked the. You know, the riding out tire back then. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you mean
2: the, the riding attire of the woman? Yeah. Ah, I <laughs> see. Yeah. And yeah. that horse's saddle. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what.
0: I got to tell you, there's something to it because the husband just tonight, he got himself a, a new pair of a- Ariat? The Ariat. Okay, A-R- Ariot. okay mm-hmm. boots. The husband being. The husband. Tim. Tim. Timmy, oh, Timmy oh, Bear of okay. 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 mine. Um, so he took them out of the box <laughs> and he put them on and I tell you what. There's something about them boots. Yeah. So it
4: gives I totally you some it. confidence. It really yeah. does. I love it. Yeah. Makes
2: you feel like a man. Yeah.
4: Well, well or, I, a woman, a or a woman. A confident woman.
2: <laughs> what is it about boots that do that?
0: Dude, yeah. I don't know, but he put those boots on, and I was sad that we were going our separate ways after he put <laughs> yeah, those on. Yeah, you
4: kind of walk different.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do. It's I t- mean, he would totally deny it, but. Why? No, you felt it. it, it gives, yeah. What it, is it? I have no idea.
3: Because you whole, can't bend your the, ankles very well. Is Keith, it the cowboy
0: thing? Is it. Is it. Goes back to the, the cowboy,
4: cowboy. How much wild does a new West pair like, of boots cost? And the these cowboy, aren't cowboy ethos? <laughs> these aren't just cowboy curious. boots. Just, They're uh, not cowboy boots. Oh. They're just like a short boot.
3: Oh, okay. But, but they still.
4: Just, you know, they, they support your ankle and you just kind of feel tough in them. Yeah. I don't
0: know. And Tim's, Tim's were like a taller. Okay. How much were they? I don't know. A hundred and something?
3: Yeah. See, you wear. You feel yeah, confident least. when you're wearing yeah, expensive yeah, shoes. Yeah. Yeah, Ariats or that. Yeah. yeah I feel big. confident too when I wear my really <laughs> yeah. expensive shoes.
0: I'm just saying, it's the cowboy thing. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway. Okay.
0: So anywho, this I told you. You met know Doug in seventh grade.
3: <laughs> I
4: did, but we were just friends. He okay. actually was best friends with a guy I got involved with in eighth grade. Mm. But, That's. Seems and that's how things went downhill oh. again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In
2: spite of the horses and the barn and the mm-hmm. good relationship with your dad's f- female friend. Yeah. Relationship.
4: They didn't like it.
0: So the, the boy was the why things went down. The boy you were dating in eighth grade. Okay. Yeah.
4: Horses were still good. Mm-hmm. I still kept them in my life until about junior year. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he was super controlling uh. from day one. Very controlling. And I was used to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
2: So no warning bells.
4: Everybody saw them but me. Right.
2: Yeah, well yeah, because you Because you, it felt familiar. You need it. You even though
0: it's it. chaos, it yeah.
4: still feels normal.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> been there. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Yeah. And he made me feel loved even though it wasn't
3: Well, yeah, how do you know what real love is at the time? You've been conditioned to like any kind of love probably felt really powerful to you right yeah or 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 like real love Mm
4: -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and honestly um i thought love meant sex Mm. Mm. yeah well that's what you had been shown so that makes sense true
1: yeah
4: yeah i didn't even think about that with my mom yeah so is that something (laughs)
2: conscious i mean were you consciously aware of that definition
4: i don't i don't know I just know at some point that's what I realized. Like, These two to he, go together. Even though he was abusive, mm-hmm. he still had sex with me. Right. So it was okay. Right. It's so messed up.
0: It <laughs> is when you say it, but you know, like uh, that intimacy, like he's willing to be intimate with you in that way and nobody, you know, you're thinking nobody else is, but you know, like that level, mm-hmm. there's that part of you that's like,
4: I'm, I'm the one, I'm his one. Yeah.
3: It, it is messed up, but I think it's very common.
4: Yeah. You, you and know. even though he cheated on me a lot. And you knew. Mm. And I knew, it, and it killed me. Mm. I always went back, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. Right. Yeah. But sure. back then, I didn't know the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And how long did that last? Well, we uh, graduated high school and got engaged, and I moved wow. in with him. So at seventeen, I graduated when I was seventeen. Wow! And yeah, from eighth grade on, um, I do have another horrible kind of, not, not kinda. Um, my my friend from high school, she died our senior year, Mm. and that just was gut wrenching. Oh! Um, and I just thought about it a couple months ago. My mom died on Halloween. Oh! Oh! My friend from high school died on Halloween. Ugh. But you know what else happened on Halloween? And I didn't plan any of it. I got baptized. Really? Really?
3: How about that?
4: That about something. redemption. No kidding. And I never put it together till like a memory came up on Facebook or something about the day I got baptized. I'm like Wow. And it might have been the day before, you know, but I Yeah it's right. either the third sure. or the sure. day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the weekend. Wow. Oh my so gosh. it was really horrible. Um, for all of our friends to go through—oh, yeah—such a tragic death. Oh, so young. Um, but I'll never forget it.
2: Seventeen years—that's a lot to go through in seventeen years. Yeah. Oh, oh no, man, oh man. So we got. Were engaged. you even? Were you even? Could you say that you were sane?
4: No. No. I was a hot mess.
2: Mm-hmm. did you know we it? didn't know no
4: we didn't have church in our life mm. we never went to church i would i did go to church with my boyfriend's family mm-hmm. um i used to beg my dad to let me go with the neighbors to some methodist church and i think in seville Mhm. i just love people i wanted to be part of you know something right um but, again, horses was my focus, so then a lot of other stuff just didn't happen. Hmm. So
2: so you move in with him. Yeah. And, and does um, it get worse from there?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Christine. I know. <laughs> You'd think I'd learn. Well, well
3: I have a feeling really, not all of it's your fault.
4: Right, I was going to say.
3: You know, I mean... How,
0: how, w- how were you shown any different at this point? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: like another person we had on the podcast, Mark. Yeah. Similar type of thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah, how do you, it's easy to go and look back and say, well, I could have done that. That's, there's no way. Yeah. How do right. you, you can't, re, you can't barely understand abuse yeah. as a kid in the first place. That's, right. How yeah. could you possibly understand all the ramifications
4: of abuse? Mm-hmm. And that's why one of my major goals in life is to help women in abusive relationships. I yeah. mean, it just, it's got my heart mm-hmm. Yeah. to stop before they get hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. And I met Doug's mom in seventh grade too. Okay. So Aww. I loved going by her house because we all were in Westfield Center at the time. Mm-hmm. And she had like seven cats at the window. And I just, <laughs> it was Aww. very peaceful. And she was just so sweet. Yeah. You know, oh, she just, she's I, a saint. Yeah. I,
2: she's at the house that she's at now? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well,
4: now, um, back then, no. No. Okay. Because they only been here. Actually, they uh, it's been 29 years she's been here. Okay. But yeah, she back was. Back she, she was, was divorced, and they lived in Westfield. Mm -hmm. Okay So um, Doug will tell you more about that story (laughs) So I I mean I was very close to her And I definitely hit the lottery Mm -hmm. You know Mm. I knew she'd always be my friend I didn't know she'd be my mother-in-law Yeah So that's awesome She was my
3: landlord once and she is awesome Yeah And Jim was
4: Yeah they're both like The best thing that ever happened to me Cool Mm -hmm. That's awesome And I knew no matter what we could be friends So um, I was I was Doug and I actually dated for, I think, a week in high school. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. He'll, he'll he'll tell you. I know he has dates. And, yeah. um, and apparently, he was, like, totally in love with me, but I thought he was more of a brother. Oh, you know, oh Man, why'd you do that to him? Zone. Well, <laughs> and here's my fault, because he didn't try anything on me. Uh, right. So, I didn't think he liked right. me. Right. Mm-hmm. So dumb. Mm-hmm. I mean he took me to see fireworks like I don't remember if it was junior or senior year but he took me to fireworks in Medina and we were in a in a sleeping bag under the stars and just watching this great fireworks Mm -hmm. and he didn't even try to you know (laughs) hold my hand yeah so I'm like okay I guess we're 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 brother sister Yeah.
3: Coming from a guy, he was probably freaking out. (laughs) Right. Well, he'll
4: tell you he had too much respect for me.
3: Well, that's probably true, too. So. Double winged I had one of those. (laughs) Yeah.
4: And I I think it's it's very sweet now. Yeah. Absolutely. you know, at the time, I'm like,
0: you
4: know. Your hormones
0: are raging and they're controlling themselves.
4: It's a miracle,
3: really. It is a miracle. Yeah.
4: And the other boyfriend wanted me back. So, of course, I'd go. Mm. No matter what he did to me, I kept going back. Mm Mm-hmm. And I crushed Doug. I'm sure that really hurt. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. So, anyway, he he took me um, to Northern Michigan away from all of my friends and family.
3: Mm. Oh, okay. Like
2: UP, Northern Michigan?
4: Not quite that high. Saginaw. Saginaw. Yeah. So, that's
2: some barren land up so there. So, it was just
3: you and him. There was no one up there. Mm-mm. Right after high school? Mm-hmm. Or... So, you got engaged, moved to Michigan.
4: Mm hmm. Huh. Okay. I mean, I did, I worked at Westfield Center right yep. out of high school for mm-hmm. like, I don't know, maybe six months. And then, yeah, he, he took me do, mm-hmm. to Michigan and his parents lived in like Milford, like right up, right north of Detroit. Okay. And I loved his family and I know that's why I stayed because mm. I always wanted family. Right. And they were just a big family and they had big dinners together and I just, I loved them. hmm But I already didn't like him. Mm-hmm but i didn't know um what he'd turn into. Mm. So he didn't want me working, he didn't want me having any friends. I did get a job at an insurance agency up there.
2: How was he older than you?
4: He was a year older but he was held back so we were in the same grade.
2: Mm. Wow, how do you how do you become that aware to be that controlling at that age? I know. Yeah. I mean that's that's crazy. Yeah
4: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I did push and I got a job, but I couldn't go anywhere after work. I couldn't make friends I mean, it was just Work home and I remember, you know, like I'd have to make dinner and he would not show up
1: mm. He was
4: a, a lifetime cheater mm. And mm-hmm. so I just remember sitting at the table waiting, you know, and he wouldn't mm. come he wouldn't call or nothing Wow And that was my routine Mhm.
3: What was so. he doing for work?
4: Mm, I don't know his his dad was into um a trunking trucking company, mm. like a big wig, and I think maybe he started in the parts department or something like that, and was trying to work his way up in the company, mm. but he wanted me barefoot and pregnant in the house, and you know <laughs> mm. i know i've just
2: I've heard that story before, <laughs> yeah. I've heard that story, and I've heard it a couple times from Michigan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. There's, I don't know what it is with the men up there. <laughs> what <do they> got? <laughs> if if they you're from Michigan out. and you're listening I'm you're not so like that, sorry. <laughs> we're sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of friends in Michigan. Uh, yeah, and I used to hate the state because of all because this, of, yeah. but no, yeah. I, I, I love it there. And actually, I'm very good friends with his sister, who's younger. I think she was in maybe fourth grade when I was a senior or something mm. but we've reconnected and I mean we just we're very close so she's like a sister to me I love her to Aww. pieces but she doesn't have contact with him either mm. that's uh, key yeah you know so so how long were you up there in Michigan I don't know maybe a year here we go you know I get bored no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not really but I was actually at the festival Mm. Um, and we were getting married in November. So September is always festival month. Mm -hmm. So I'd come down and help my dad. He, um, not only helped run it, but he had several food booths and Mm. we got to manage the food booths and it was really fun. He never, I almost said his name. I don't want to do that. Um, he never came down and helped. He was very, you know. So that was, you finally got to get away. Yeah. Yeah. I'd get a weekend. I'd come work and then go back. Um,
2: were you confiding in anybody that? This is what's going on? Anybody know? Any of your friends or anything?
4: The only thing I ever told was I told Doug's mom when he was taking me to Michigan that I didn't want to go. Oh. But I said, you can never tell your son.
3: Oh, because he would have stepped in, huh?
4: Probably. Mm. So she was very, she was my confidant mm-hmm. for sure. And like I said, all my family knew they did not want me going. And I had some... You know, I had some struggles. I had to come to, I had to face, like, I'd say, why, you know, Dad, I was 17. Why'd you let me go to Michigan with someone you knew I shouldn't be with? Mm. But how can I blame him? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, he <sighs> probably would have done it anyways.
4: Right. But, you know, looking back, I'm like, why didn't anybody stop me? Yeah. Right. But I, I've gotten over that. That was just a little blip in my life. Like, yeah. why didn't anybody well, help me? You
2: were almost ready to say you had to face something for yourself in some ways. Is that... Did you finally come to a place where you're starting to pay attention?
4: I started questioning. You know, and he actually raped me. And I don't know how many times. But I thought, since we were engaged, that mm-hmm. had to do what he said. oh. So
2: is that something he taught you or is that something you just concluded?
4: I've been in 18 years of counseling. So they helped me understand, you know,
2: that he's basically reinforcing that consistently. and You've you've come to believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: I think a lot of women. So
2: that's the worst kind of abuse that you can do to a person is say something that's not true over and over and over and over until someone believes it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mhm. It is it's, it's almost a premeditated, violation. right? Yeah. oh yeah, it is very premeditated. Yeah,
4: and interestingly enough, I'll jump ahead just a little and go back, but um he was actually uh convicted of raping um tons of women. Um wow. He worked he worked for the Lafayette Police Department and mm. he used his authority and people from, you know, again, I heard this. I, I don't know what's true, but, you right. know, from young to to very old. Mm. And he did go to jail for like nine years. And wow. they, they wanted me to testify, and I really didn't want to because I love the family, and I just didn't right. want to get involved at this point. But I just told them one detail from what he did to me, and they're like, oh, we don't even need you. You're, he's toast. Because he wow. did to me what he did to a lot of these women there's a pattern corroborated the stories yeah i didn't i didn't know about anybody they just came and knocked on my door and said can you tell me something about it because he's trying to say that maybe the police force pushed him over the edge and he lost it but no this was happening to me you know when i was 17. Mm.
3: so So. for a lot of women out there isn't it very common for someone to think because we're engaged or married it's not rape right
4: Yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was. Right. But But when you're forced to do something against your will.
2: Right. What is that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So.
4: But I didn't know. I I never saw a healthy marriage. Right. Mm. I'm just saying probably,
2: let alone a healthy relationship. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm. Because at this point, too, when he took me to Michigan, my stepmom, that I call her stepmom, and dad split up. Mm. And then he was with another woman. Um
3: that probably hurt you a lot too,
2: didn't it? Oh yeah, because really they didn't even her. tell me. She was the one with the horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So that that stuck stunk. Yeah. That you know, another woman was ripped out of my life. But I didn't really know what was going on. I was you know involved in. I wanted to go to college, but he told me I was too stupid. Hmm. So I believed him. Mm. But. Yeah. So he's he's not a good guy. and so you after a year you did you tell yeah what happens what happens that you make a decision to leave well god but god yeah um i was at the festival and i was getting married in two months we had all of the invitations in my living room Mm. in michigan and he told me that you need to say goodbye to doug because we were still friends we'd see each other like even that summer um that this happened I was really good friends with his sister and uh she was you know she'd come around and we'd go to parties at Akron U and you know I met up with them one day and I was just like whoa <laughs> you change wow <laughs> yeah like he had shoulders and grew like five inches <laughs> a good pair of shoulders grow a long way don't and those they? and those the boots man I
1: tell you what
4: yeah he was yeah I still remember the first day I saw him when he was he, he was shoulders. he was in college. That's hilarious. Yeah. it was awesome. So I was like, "Oh," and then we um we kind of hung out at this party at Akron U. I mean, we didn't do anything, but he was like, "I was engaged," so he was telling people that I was engaged to him. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh nice! Well, well done, Doug. Doug. Good and, job. Yeah. You know, he'd put his arm around me, but like we didn't kiss or anything. We just, you know, I was engaged, so yeah. i yeah. I wasn't gonna be like my mom. Mm. Um, but you know, we had a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was some little bit of alcohol involved, mm-hmm. but, um, so it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. But you know, the other person, I hope I haven't said his name, no, um, no, no, no. said, you have to say goodbye to Doug. You are never allowed to speak to him again, have no com no contact with him at all. Mm. And that was just like a knife through my heart. Um, even after when we, the day we graduated from high school, I went home with Doug. Hmm. Mm. We were just buddies. He was fun. Um, So when he told me I I couldn't be friends with him anymore, it just really got to me. And I remember um, staying home from work because the festival's three weekends, Mm -hmm. always the last three in September. And uh, I stayed home from work between the weekend. And I wrote Doug this long letter about saying goodbye and how I really did love him, but you know, I didn't know where it was all going. And I just mm. kind of poured my heart out to him, but I never sent it. Mm. Mm. So the next weekend it was my birthday. My birthday is always during the festival, which is really mm. fun. And uh, a friend there was there from high school, and she said, let's go down to OU, and you can say goodbye to Doug in person.
3: Oh, he <laughs> was going to OU?
4: Yeah right we're getting
2: the the advanced (laughs) tips on Doug's story
4: so um So I got like so excited to see him in person to say goodbye Mm -hmm. I mean we put oh you were bust on my truck window (laughs) I had the same kind of truck I have now Mm -hmm. and um I think I got there in two hours and 15 minutes You it's were, like a three and a really half hour. To yeah. Him, huh? yeah, I did. I was just so excited, <laughs> and she lived in the same dorm as him, so she knew him, and you know she knew him from high school. Mm-hmm. And it was just a fun girls' trip. Let's mm. just do this. And I walk into college, and he's he they snuck me in his room. <laughs> he's actually in a friend's room, and he's got his earphones on. He's just jammed into some music. I'm <laughs> sure it was like Van Halen or something. <laughs> and I walk in the room, and he's like, "Hey." And just kept listening to his music.
3: Ooh! Ouch!
4: <gasps> yeah, my heart just like
0: oh oh. So it wasn't because he didn't it didn't it didn't catch to his brain yet. He just didn't act excited. No.
4: <gasps> and like I said, I almost died getting there, going yeah. ninety five miles an hour, and to get that reaction was just like a big smack in the face. Oh. But it's. I mean, gosh, I totally surprised him. He didn't know I was coming. Right. Yeah. As far as he
3: knew, you were moving on. And oh, right.
4: I'm getting married in two months. Yeah, so right. he's just back to, hey, jam and do his music. And I, I was sad and I was bummed. And I, I don't remember what happened after that. But we did hang out, you know, that night. Went mm-hmm. to a couple bars at OU and went dancing. And mm-hmm. just we ended up having a really fun time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, I have a ring on my finger. So mm-hmm. that was it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I told him I had to say goodbye to him. And I I just, he'll tell you because he knows, he just has a better memory than me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I showed him that letter that that weekend mm-hmm. or if it was a different weekend. Mm-hmm. But I did bring the letter. Mm. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I made a lot of friends. Just had so much fun. I hadn't ever, probably ever, experienced that kind of fun and quick friendships in my life. Mm. So it was very intriguing to me. Because mm. mm. yeah. I always wanted to go to college and be a teacher, but... I was too dumb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to muddy this up because I just, I hate saying I have a bad memory, but I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember going back and um, pretty much telling the fiance that I was going to go back to, I'm going to go to college for a couple weeks and just see what it's like and if it's Mm -hmm. something I want to do. I mean, that was totally a God thing. Wow. Because I didn't have enough strength to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But I didn't know religion.
1: Mhm.
4: So it's really odd that he was kind of tapping me on the shoulder and guiding me. hmm Mhm. So I drove back down to OU, which is a long drive from Saginaw. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a few hours.
4: <laughs> yeah. And um I remember just having really long conversations. Did you
2: have a did you have an argument over that decision?
4: Oh yeah. Um,
2: that w- that didn't go down very very well.
4: No, um, I mean he was standing on the balcony threatening to jump.
3: Did it I,
2: end things then?
4: Um, not at that point,
2: mm. but it started the process. Though. It started
4: the process of me him going. Oh, maybe this isn't going to work out with her. She's starting to have a voice. Mm. And that's no good. No, not for a controlling. Not for him. Person, right?
3: So was it really school or was it Doug?
4: Oh, it's definitely Doug. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's like a good movie. movie. Yeah. When I went back and saw him, um, they snuck me in this time and he was very happy to see me. Oh, man. I'm sure he's Um,
1: ecstatic.
4: Because, you know, I just can't remember the the order. But at one point I was at OU and I told him, I said, I'm going to come back. I got to go home Mm. and get some things. Because, I mean, Mm. I just had enough for maybe a weekend. And I'll come back. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. You know, he totally didn't sure. believe me. Because mm. so I always went back.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And um, But I knew when I left that I'm coming back. And I literally drove to Saginaw and back mm. without, I only stopped for maybe an hour.
3: That's what love will do.
4: Yeah. So do anything fueled. for love. Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. You, you drove all the way up there, grabbed some stuff and mm. drove all the way back. I did. Without really stopping. Not really. Yeah. So you just stopped long enough to get some stuff and that was it.
4: Yeah. And get directions because I was get I was, it was late and I was getting confused.
2: Mm-hmm. Did you, what kind of experience was that with the other guy?
4: Oh, he was, he was threatening to kill himself, you know, various things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good.
3: It's almost more like you're just escaping your old life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like get out of there at all costs. Right. Yeah. And to something so much better. Right.
4: <laughs> Well, we didn't know for sure, but, you know, I didn't leave. Doug did not tell me, leave him for me. Right. It wasn't that. I didn't know if we'd work out. Mm -hmm. I just knew he was a great friend and I didn't want to lose him. Right. You know? Right. So that time when I went back, he was very excited. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just never left. Like, (laughs) 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 unfortunately for him. She's
3: still there. She's still
4: there. Oh, gosh. She won't go away. Like, because I had nowhere to live. I did no idea what I was doing with my life. I just threw everything I knew out the window. Mm. And we were just going to hang out. (laughs) (laughs) But there was 24-7 visiting hours. So you
3: lived there, So I just
4: lived in the dorm. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's awesome. And you weren't a student. No.
2: (laughs) And at this point,
4: I was still engaged. It wasn't until I was there two or three weeks and I'm like, I've got to tell him I'm not coming back because mm-hmm. he didn't know at this point. Mm. So that was really gut wrenching. Mm.
0: Um, did you do it over the phone?
4: I did because I I was afraid well, to see him. I thought I he'd kill say, me. Yeah, I did, and I hate to say that, but I was afraid for my life. Absolutely. And and my family, you know, they had everything paid for. They had, I had the dress, and it was back in the day when I thought all that stuff was important. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my dad probably spent 20 grand on catering and all the Mm. things and Mm -hmm. i'm like i i have to marry him like my dad's gonna kill me right so that you know you're the pressure and and but i'm one of those people that now had i been standing at that altar i would have left right but back then i just it had to have been the power of of Jesus Christ to get me through that because mm-hmm. I have no idea where that came from. Mm. But yeah, it was gut-wrenching because we put him on a speaker.
2: Uh, who, who, <laughs> we, who's the we? Yeah, all, my,
4: all my friends at oh, OU. Man.
2: really? Yeah. Did he
0: know
4: he was on a speaker? I don't think so. Okay, it's probably for the best.
2: And but that's a good, that's a good protection. But
4: they wanted to help me get through it. Yeah. yeah. And they were literally just friends. You mm-hmm. know, like I said, Doug gave me no promises. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I broke up with him and it was horrible for him. And in a way it was, it was really weird because for so many times I was on the other end of that phone crying for him to come back to me right. because oh, he was yeah. always cheating. Mm hmm. And so then to hear him on the other end, it was just really almost out of body experience. Yeah. Mm. Very weird. So, So, yeah, um, my dad ended up and my brother went up and got all of my stuff because nobody wanted me to be alone with him again. Mm-hmm. Smart. Gave him the ring back like a good girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just we're going to see what happened. So that I went down in September and in January, I enrolled. Oh, cool. So, yeah.
3: So four months just hanging out with Doug.
4: Yep. <laughs> 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 and what was really just fun. Just bunking with Doug. <laughs> I did. We, we stayed together in a little single, you know, twin bed. Um, nothing uh, happened for a while. Wow.
0: Um, Again, very impressive, Doug. Yeah. Yeah,
4: he was a good guy. <laughs> and definitely not while I had a ring on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel kind of bad that I went like from one relationship to another, but he was my friend. Like I mean, we just had such a history together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, he had a couple friends that had the free meal passes. You know, you get not free. I guess your pe- yeah, you get an allowance. Mm-hmm. Your rich parents are buying you these yeah. mega meals, right. and yeah, they yeah, never yeah. ate them all. So they'd give me their meal cards. Oh, that's so cool. I literally oh. got to eat and stay. <laughs> oh my for gosh. free for the quarter. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy yeah. you didn't hey, work thanks oh no. you i didn't work i just
2: what a fun moment <laughs> doug would you needed that i
4: i did yeah.
3: that, like a little four-month vacay
4: but it wasn't really a vacay because i broke out in hives mm. i was sick every day oh, because the stress yeah it just all like came out at once it mm-hmm. was I, I i don't know how doug stuck around Because I literally I like melted down. I had hives everywhere. Oh
2: my gosh! Mm.
4: And just yeah, very sick Mm. every day. So yeah. Now what is
2: that? Now being in the medical profession for a while, what you what is that called? Is there like a term for that? Like post traumatic stress?
4: Oh well, I was diagnosed with that in seven when I was seven. So I really yeah PTSD, anxiety, depression. Um, fear then, of being alone,
2: and then all the physical manifestations of that,
4: mm-hmm. and I think just getting rid of finally that whole past mm. and mm-hmm. trying what, something new.
2: Is that what Ohio State represented? How like, you? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, you've done this already before on one of the episodes. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs>
4: It's a big deal. It is a big deal I, in I'm Ohio. I'm from
2: Kansas. I know the difference there, too. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, you were from Kansas. Darn K- near committing murder. <laughs> you went to Kansas U, right? Uh, no. <laughs> that's why I say OSU, because I'm a KSU person. Uh, okay,
4: yeah. <laughs> OU.
2: O-U. 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 Yes. Is that what that represented to you? Was like a... Uh, Freedom. The end of want Yeah. The, re- the past is now... I felt so. I've stepped away from it.
4: I've accepted that my stepmom's gone. I've accepted my past. I've mm-hmm. accepted that I'm just going to start a whole new life.
2: You get to choose How it. How I get to write it. You get to choose it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what started it, you think? You're finally the one making the decision?
4: I guess. And I just had a lot of support. I mean, I never had that many friends in my life. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just come and they are walking me through this. They're like, mm-hmm. you can definitely go to school. Yeah. Like nothing wrong with you. Right. And the counselors all worked, and it just worked out, and I got enrolled, and I started um, to become a teacher.
2: Awesome. Mm-hmm. How about that, after all that?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to be a nurse, but there was no nursing program, and I wasn't leaving Doug. <laughs> 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 it's a true story. So true story. <laughs> that's what swayed me into teaching. because sense. They had it at OU, and mm-hmm. I had the safety net. Right. So it was good.
3: So how old were you now? 20? 19, 20?
4: I started school probably 19. Okay, 19. I was kind of young. Mm-hmm. He was already a sophomore. Mm. And uh, what's really cute is he has a picture of his freshman year. Do You you went to OU, right?
3: No, I didn't. Oh, well, I thought you I did. I went to Kent State. Oh. Mm.
4: Somebody Jamie, I just met.
3: Jamie Cotting went to OU.
4: Hmm. I don't remember who I was talking to. But anyway... So he he was a freshman in a dorm, and you know doing freshman things, mm-hmm. but he has a picture of his dorm room, and there's a picture of me on the wall Oh and that was before I came down. Oh what <laughs>
2: evidence
4: <laughs> He used to stalk me when I worked at Westfield companies, and oh, he'd take man. pictures of me. Oh my God. <laughs> Doug? Doug. 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 Uh, it
2: must have been that grooming when he was in seventh grade <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah.
4: So, yeah, and he even told one of his friends, like, I'm going to marry this girl. And. There was no shot he was going to marry me. I was engaged.
3: Yeah.
4: Wow. So it's kind of cute. It's, I mean, he had other, other girls on the wall, too. Don't get me wrong.
0: <laughs> other girls that he stalked and took pictures of? Because then we may have a whole different podcast next <laughs> week.
3: It was, it was just a bunch of Sports Illustrated covers and then Christine no. in the middle. <laughs>
4: girls he was dating No, oh, he was, yeah. he was yeah, dating
2: he, he'd never polished their boots and right, no, right. or their leather exactly or, that's true or the other thing exactly. yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah that's great <laughs> okay the boots and the yeah.
2: horse riding hot pants yeah hot pants
4: <laughs> that was it you're right he I didn't want to say pants. it horse that's riding weird. hot pants they're breeches <laughs> yeah the breeches they're called breeches
3: oh, yeah they're just yeah. tan they're just tan hot pants <laughs> <laughs>
0: So
2: is that, that is that, did so, i break our rules there no <laughs> okay. that's
4: what this i was just afraid funny of. to
0: hear keith say anything that's remotely even <laughs> i
4: should
3: have said risque keith.
0: yes Keith.
4: yeah yeah it's like how he says to you <laughs> this is fun keith come on now. you're gonna have a d- different view of him next week <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. hey it's nothing that i the typical dude typical guy yeah. yeah he was he was so, so how, it was good
4: i'm i he had like five close friends so we all lived together mm-hmm. for 5 years. I lived I was with gonna say, all guys. Years? Oh my gosh. And it was awesome because I felt like Lou Fister. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like I just, you know, I, yes. I I really got along well with men. Yes. And uh so 5 years. 5 years with 5 guys, it was awesome. Like It sounds like a show. I we had one girl live with us for a quarter and uh-huh. it just didn't work out. You know, <laughs> girls together just yes. you know mm-hmm. guys are easier that's so why most
0: in high school most of my friends were guys guys yeah. were just easier yeah
4: yeah and they don't you know they're not nitpicky they don't right they don't gossip they it's don't just, and if they have a problem they tell they you tell and it's you.
0: squashed after you talk about yeah. it you don't have to be like what i wonder what he meant by that like yeah. for the they don't most mean part, anything yeah. they don't hold
3: grudges oh, oh, gosh.
4: Gosh. i am still best friend and who- we
0: still love women all of our girlfriends listen yeah. i love my girlfriend <laughs> i
4: do get over it right i do but but they're few and far but between. But actually, yeah, when you're younger
0: in your teens yeah. and early twenties, yeah. it's yeah. rough.
3: Time. I would say most women would agree that men are much easier and better.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> better, far well, superior. Good. Just kidding. Yeah. All yeah. right, let's get. So I'm still really good friends with um, the guys. Oh, fine. After all these years, we still see each other. Well, one of them I see a lot. It still lives in Medina. How oh, cool. Um, one lives in Michigan. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, and one lives in Cincinnati. So awesome. three of the five. And well, I married one. So so you did pretty good. I did pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're That's just cool. awesome. I, I love them like brothers. They're really That's good. That's great. So I had a good session in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? And so did you
0: stick with getting a teaching degree? I did. You did. Okay.
4: Yep. Um, first through eighth grade. It was awesome. I just, I love teaching, mm-hmm. but I got out at a time In life when they weren't hiring teachers. Mm. And it was brutal. Mm. I mean, I'd be a sub and they'd love me and I'd do everything humanly possible to prove to them and I loved Mm -hmm. it. And then they'd have cutbacks.
0: Oh, so the timing was just... Timing
4: was really bad. So then I got into... I worked for a foot doctor for four years and that started kind of my medical stuff. Mm -hmm. He trained me and do a lot. I learned a lot. It was fun. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then I was... uh, a corporate office manager for an industrial corporation in Solon. Mm-hmm. And Doug and I moved in together. Um, so this was.
0: So you graduated
4: college? I graduated in 9. Well, we got married in 91. Okay. Yeah. I still had uh, the last semester of school to finish. Okay. He w- he went on to get his master's, mm-hmm. I think, because he just wanted to hang out with me more. <laughs> 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 He's sly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. I mean, we lived together. Um. So we lived together for five years. Then mm-hmm. we got married and we waited five years to have children because I was very selfish at that point. I wanted a life with him. And I'm very honest, even my kids, you know, I I wanted him to myself for a little bit. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I wanted like four or five kids. Mm. I just really wanted a family. Mm. I was desperate for a family. Mm -hmm. And he really, he really wasn't into, he didn't really feel a need to have kids. Mm. So that was a little rough. I had to coax him. (laughs) (laughs) So once you decided
0: to have kids, you were both like on the same page. We were. Yeah.
4: But, uh, you know, I wanted to get then pregnant again. My kids were only a year and a half apart. Mm. because I was afraid I wouldn't do it again. Mm. <laughs> I was not good at it. Being Pre- pregnant? pregnant or- yeah, okay. birth was great. It was such a cool experience. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I didn't do well with pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, sick a lot. Oh uh, A lot. Just barfed for probably seven months. <laughs>
1: ew. That's, yeah. I was yeah, that way
4: with my be rough.
0: Stuff. It's miserable. Fun stuff. And so did you find that being pregnant or having did any of your childhood stuff come up yet because I I remember for me like as soon as I was pregnant I'm like I don't want what happened to me as a child to happen. you know what I'm saying Mm
4: -hmm. oh sure I mean it had to have but I don't have a conscious memory of it Mm -hmm. I do remember just hoping I could be a good mom Mm -hmm. because I didn't have a role model Mm -hmm. Um, but we started getting into church and you know we got married at the old church
3: Oh, cool. So yeah. was Doug a Christian at the time? Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. And I I wasn't what we'd call. I mean, I believed in God and Jesus, and mm-hmm. I knew that he had affected my life greatly. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really get it yet. Right. And so fast forward a couple of years, Peyton was two, and um, my cousin died in a very... Tragic horse riding accident oh. in Kentucky oh. with my stepmom as her trainer. Mm. Oh. So it really just hit us oh. hard because we had reconnected actually. Mm. You um, and my, your stepmom? Yeah, we had reconnected before that. And um, we'd go to some horse shows and different things like that. But so when I saw her so broken over this tragedy, mm. you know, it just, yeah, my heart broke. Right. For the family, for my cousin, which wasn't really my cousin's because they never, my dad and her never got married. Sure. So but I need to clear this up for the yeah. next little story.
3: Okay. <laughs> I got you. So
4: they lost their only child when she was 12. Oh. Wow. In Kentucky, Horse Park, big show, big deal.
2: Wow. During a show. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. man.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, it was very, rough.
2: Very public thing. Yeah.
4: And yet I still allowed my child to horse show. (laughs) Mm. But um, so that happened and I just saw how broken they were, Mm. my cousins. And at the funeral, again, you can tell my mental capacity here. (laughs) I offered to be a surrogate
1: Mm. because
4: she had had cancer and couldn't carry a child. And I just saw how much love that they poured into this kiddo. And I, I couldn't imagine their lives without her. Mm. I just couldn't even. I couldn't even. I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I couldn't oh. breathe. Thinking that they'd have to go through life without her. Mm-hmm.
0: The empathy on you.
4: I'm a very empathetic yes. person. It's just who I am. And it's hard to contain me. <laughs> it's its its not. I don't think it's a good thing. Mm. Like, I don't think, I think I'm way too empathetic. Yes. I'm familiar with. Yeah.
0: Yes. It feeling like a blessing and a curse or sometimes just a curse. Yeah. Yeah. And when I
4: went into nursing, Mm -hmm. um, because the whole teaching thing wasn't working out,
1: Mm
4: -hmm. um, I really wanted to get into pediatrics and do all these things. And Mm -hmm. I just had too much empathy for these patients. Right. You have to have some callousness and I, I didn't have it. Yeah. So I bailed. A year before graduation mm. but so anyway, offered to be a surrogate, and mm. Doug was not on board, but I couldn't function knowing that they could never have children.
3: Uh, now, is this something you approached them about? I did and said hey if if you want, I am willing to do this. I
4: will carry a child for you, okay even though I hated being pregnant mm-hmm. it, my empathy overran that mm-hmm. But they hadn't
3: seeked it out No Or sought it out No Okay
4: Seek sought Yeah No And I approached them Probably they must have thought I was some kind of do, <laughs> You know Well mm-hmm. But I wanted to give them hope
1: Yeah
3: Yeah that's I don't know I don't know what That's tough That's absolutely horrible I can't imagine yeah. And I, I I don't think that that's crazy I think that's it's kind of like giving somebody your kidney, right? Or, right, right. That's um, true.
0: Because people do. I mean, and especially if, if God is in it and God has told you to do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know that God. <clears throat> but in your told case, to do you, it. yeah, you feel like. So did you do it?
4: I did do it. You did do it? I did do it. Um, it was rough on my family because I had to go through a lot of hormonal treatments and shots, and Doug had to give me shots in the butt every day. And mm. it was a whirlwind. Oh, my um, gosh. How old are your kids at this point? Peyton was two. Okay. So Addison was three. Okay. And, you know, they didn't understand, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so, <laughs> I'm not sure if I should tell you this part, so you can cut it out if you don't like it. <laughs> 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 um, so, I, I don't remember if we tried two or three times, but it's expensive. Like $30, mm. forty-five thousand dollars 45000 each time what? you try. What? Right. Yeah, yeah, right. And um yeah. went to the, you know, great. Thirty five
3: thousand or thirty five hundred thousand. Oh my yeah. goodness.
4: Yeah, I don't remember the exact cost. Yeah, wow. You know, I wasn't charging them anything. They just mm-hmm. had to pay for the medical part, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um and it didn't work. And oh. and I was like I got pregnant both times with my kids the mm-hmm. first try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like, all the doctors are like, oh, you've been on birth control since eighth grade. You know, it's going to take years and all this stuff. First try with both kids. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was able. Right. So, you know, I grew up in the horse industry. We impregnated mares all the time. Mm-hmm. I thought, what the heck? What? Yeah. I mean, I mean come on. Just... Why are we going to keep wasting money? Right. Let's just turkey baster it. Oh, like legit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, I guess that is one way to do it. <laughs> well, that's probably what they do,
1: right?
3: right? It, well, For forty it's not grand, a,
4: it's not a turkey baster, but yeah, but it's so, a, like a
3: basically space the same principle. metal. Yeah, yeah.
4: So you know, I <laughs> got a
3: NASA-made tool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: it's not high tech. Right. So you know, we got some things from doctors. I know a ton of doctors, and uh-huh. you know, we got some. Um, Syringes and and different things, and my cousin, who's not really my cousin, let's just make that clear because Uh they then had to use my egg. Okay. Because we couldn't go through the medical process. Mm, Right. So, yeah, he does that. Gotcha. I inject it, I lay upside down for an hour. And it worked. Get out.
3: For all of you out there that want to try this really expensive method, do not do it.
4: I mean, try this first. Go to Walmart.
2: This is the most unique story we've had on our podcast, bar none.
4: (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I wouldn't use a turkey baster because, like, the suction causes a problem. Okay. Good to, good to know. Use So know. Yeah. Good to know. Syringe without the needle. Well, wait, wait, wait,
3: wait, one sec. Okay. So you guys tried this three times medically. <laughs> Two or three. I don't remember. Okay. Could that be a racket? Could I, they have, I don't know. Could they tell you that you're not, and then you gotta try again? And
4: you know, I I question it. I mean, I don't. Know. I, mean, I guess it's...
2: that's just just me make,
4: making
3: so, accusations.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. The the thing that I'm wondering is how's Doug doing? Not well. Not well. Mm.
4: Hmm. Do you see he that he's not doing well? Or, mm-hmm.
2: but, but my empathy, empathy took is just over. Mm-hmm. Totally overriding
4: and that everything. Is, that is so wrong now that I am on the other side. Right. But at the time, I couldn't function until I did this. Wow. So, so you it got worked. Pregnant. I got pregnant. And, you know, we're not related in any way. And right. Carrying the baby, and everybody at the horse barn was so excited because. They lost their daughter as well. hmm And then uh, at four months, I lost it. Oh. Oh,
3: man.
1: Oh.
4: <laughs> but, you know, looking back now, that was God. Yeah. Because he knew I couldn't raise my child. Like, that would mm. have been half my child. I know. Yeah. There's no way I could have functioned. Yeah. Mm. But I didn't know it. Right. So, yeah, he definitely had a hand in that. Wow. But again, you know, at the time, people didn't really talk about miscarriages. I didn't know there was help. Right. I didn't know what, th- what did they do with the baby? Right. I didn't even know what the sex was. I, it's like, because I, I had to give birth because it was mm. too big. Yeah. And um, like wow. now that I'm, you know, as I'm on the other side of that, I have all these questions. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened? What'd they do?
0: Hmm. And you don't
4: know.
1: I don't know. Any of that. Mm -mm. Mm.
4: Because I didn't really get a head on my shoulders till later. Uh Right. And then I'm asking questions. Right. And then actually, a couple of years ago, I became um, affiliated with an organization that helps people with miscarriages. Mm. We go into the hospitals and we help them deliver. Mm -hmm. We take pictures for them, make memories with them Mm -hmm. so that they have all that. And it's... It's incredible. Is that the same? Sufficient uh, Grace Ministries. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they
0: do such beautiful. Yeah. I learned so much just from just one little talk we had um, with, yeah. um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Heart to Heart. Yes.
4: With um, Tien.
0: Yes, with Tien. Yeah. And um, she got she, me going. Yes. And yeah. just how, you know, she said, you ask any woman that's ever lost a baby, they could tell you how old that baby would be right now. Yeah. And, and then for so long, it's been something where, People just kind of, eh, you know, like so you lost.
3: It's shameful, almost, right? Yes, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's amazing what they do. Yeah. Oh.
3: So you're saying the baby is stillborn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and had they, died
4: when I went to my four month appointment.
3: But I mean, like the ministry you're part of, they oh. they help people with stillborn. Yeah. Pregnancies mm-hmm. and
4: pregnancies that they know will not come to fruition after they're born. They might only have a couple hours, so you help document it. Oh, and it, it's, yeah. it's really beautiful. It really yeah. Is. It's really yeah. cool. But I'm too empathetic. Yeah. And I right. actually was okay with the babies because I believe in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That part didn't faze me. Mm-hmm. I was okay with it. Yeah. It was having to stay in the groups and be in touch with these moms uh, who uh, kept uh, mourning. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. It broke my heart. Uh-oh. So I had to not do that. Mm-hmm. Either, yeah. <laughs> That's understand. So well, I'm a wackadoodle doodle. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're just,
0: you're just. A, your heart is just so big, yeah. and so soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So okay. So after that happens, then then what? <laughs> then how do you
4: pick <laughs> yourself back up and keep going? God. Yeah. But God. Oh. We started getting more and more into church. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> at this point, I still had a lot of repercussions from the PTSD. And With that is the anxiety, the depression, the mm-hmm. just insomnia. I mean, I would go three days without sleep oh. most of my life. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So we're talking major insomnia. Um,
3: That's torture. Yeah, it is. it
4: is. And I was raising two little kids. And they had me hopped up on all these drugs. Uh, I was on like eight prescriptions, five supplements. Oh, my god! And it was just a blur. I don't even remember a lot of their childhood. Mm. And they tell me I was crazy.
2: Oh. <laughs> In a good way, or? I don't know.
4: We'll have to interview them. <laughs>
3: Your kids? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to Doug next week. <laughs> <laughs> this will be interesting to get his side, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah.
4: Well, I was... Um, I guess, maybe because of the lack of sleep, mm-hmm. I was always just kind of angry, mm-hmm. sure, you know I mean. there's a lot of pictures of me. I just got my hands folded up, and i mm-hmm. just I never felt good mm. i I was always overwhelmed raising two children,
1: mm.
4: and at the time, Doug can tell you his story, but he was an alcoholic, mm. so mm. I felt like I was a single mom, mm. raising these kids, and it wasn't what I thought it would all be. Mm. Wow, so, so yeah, we had to come to grips with that mm-hmm. um, but interestingly enough, I'll kind of skip to the end because it was about six years ago we're going to freshwater
1: mm-hmm.
4: on a regular basis now i'm I'm diving more into the Bible mm-hmm. um, and I did when the kids were growing up, but not deep deep, you know we always had excuses not to go to church mm-hmm. you know the kids are woke me up too early or they're fighting or it's just too much work Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. but about six it's going to be seven years in January um we learned about steps to freedom Mm -hmm. wow yeah so we became really good friends with the Macaulay's Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. if I'm not supposed to say their name you can just say I know. Yeah, (laughs) everybody knows and loves them. I know they're Mm -hmm. they're my spiritual parents, even Mm -hmm. though we're not that far apart in age. Mm -hmm. Um, They just walked with us through this whole the whole book, Mm -hmm. and it was really cool. You know, she she told me at the beginning of this, "I'm going to cut your body up into a thousand pieces, and each one's a drawer, and we're going to empty that drawer one at a time. Wow! And you're going to replace it with the Holy Spirit." Well, that kind of freaked me out because, you know, I'm new to all this.
2: And uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. an interesting visual picture to use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know and, I'm literally uh, visualizing
3: it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So when you're done with this whole course, you are squeaky clean because you have told everything in your life, mm-hmm. every detail. And it was scary. It was mm-hmm. scary to go through. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the story, you know, they walk you through the actual steps. Mm hmm. Right. So you, you read the book you go through the book mm-hmm. took a couple months and then you um, We we actually met with pastor mm-hmm. and, and the Macaulay's and um, And did the final you know steps mm-hmm. it, I think we were there six seven eight hours mm-hmm. 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 But Before we were going there I was in a corner being totally attacked because evil did not want this to happen. Sure. And this is some of the part that I, I never know if I should share or not, because it. it could freak some people no, out. No, share it, absolutely.
0: Because no, Keith's it. got stuff he's he's going to be sharing that will also yeah. freak people out. It's good okay. for him to be freaked out. That's okay. I was
2: going to say, if you're, you're going to be shy about sharing that, please don't be. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I, think, I think Christians need to be more aware mm-hmm. okay. of... The war that we're in. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of hoping this was where it was going to lead because it sounds very much like the the devil and his, his angels have had a field day with your family. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. For generations.
4: Yes. And I didn't understand generational curses and things like that. I mm-hmm. had no idea. So um, I remember the... I I give Doug so much credit because he pushed me to do this. Mm. He was like, we're doing this. And, you know, him and his mom were on board. And he's like, you have to do this. And I'm just like, I don't really know enough about it, but I'm going to do what you say. Mm. Good. So the day day I had to go in and talk to Scott, I was in a corner, shaking uncontrollably, Mm. throwing up, diarrhea,
1: Mm.
4: big time attack. I can't go anywhere. I'm on the toilet every second.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
4: It was horrible. It was oh horrible. And he drugged me in there. Mm-hmm. And I was still throwing up and going to the bathroom right outside his office. Wow, wow. It was like right up until then. And I just remember sitting down and just, because I wanted it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people go through this because they're supposed to.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yep.
4: And Doug and I had a good conversation the other day, like, well, what if we just do it with them anyway? Is it going to work? I don't think it, I mean, of course, Jesus can do miracles. Mm -hmm. He certainly could step in and take care of it. But Mm -hmm. if you're willing and want it, I think it would, it's just going to be so much better.
2: Oh, I agree. Well, it's it's, it's something, it's similar to something like medicine. So someone finds out they're dying of stage four cancer, their approach to a doctor's advice is going to be much different than someone who wakes up and says, I think I got a pain. I'm going to go talk to this guy and see if I got pancreatic cancer. That the, the It's totally different. Mm-hmm. I've got something that has it. This is a serious problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone who just, well, I heard that they're doing it. Maybe I should go try it because maybe I got problems too. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll tell me I have problems. The person's not ready to go through the fight.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a fight.
2: Because it's a fight.
4: It's just a fight. And I do know people that have gone through it and I don't feel like they actually got what they needed because yeah. they weren't ready. I think
3: it's also it's a kind of a hitting rock bottom scenario. Yeah. It's your own it's it's like this this is my only option or I'm done. Yeah.
4: You gotta be really broken.
0: Yeah.
3: And I was. Yeah.
0: I do think though too that it can be a step. Because I yeah. do know people that may not have had... Yeah. I've heard different people's stories, you know, and I've gone through Steps to Freedom. And either
3: way, it's good. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be... Uh, either way, the Holy Spirit's shaking. in it, yeah. Yeah. even
0: if we're not yeah. where we're supposed to be or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You're better um, than you were. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I agree good. with that. And That's you can good. go back. And I've done that. There's been certain times where I've gone back through stuff with people. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just all where you're at in your journey. Yeah. Totally. Good point. So... I was you ready. Got there?
4: I got there and I was sick as a dog, mm. but we got through it. And I remember one specific part that changed my life. Mm. And, um, Scott, Am I allowed to say his name? We say it all the time. Oh, we say it week. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I've heard it, but I want not We're going to sure. have him on the program soon <laughs> okay, so then he can tell his and own he story. We can defend himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I know I've heard it, you say it, but I just didn't know. Um, so I'm sitting on the couch, and I've got my eyes closed, and he's got me holding a sword. And the pain is in my heart, so that's where the sword is.
0: You're not literally holding one. Mm-mm. Okay. But I felt it. <laughs> okay. Okay. It
4: felt like there was a sword stuck in my heart. I mean, I felt incredible pain. I can go right back there right now. Mm. It was intense. Mm. And he's, he could say it better than me. Cause I just kind of black things out. But, um, apparently I had something inside of me that needed to come out. Mm. And he kept saying mm. he was, Scott was actually talking to, whoever's inside of me yeah your evil spirits whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. but he was trying to get them to come out Mm -hmm. and they weren't listening and i'm like trying to stab them to injure Mm them and uh it was a battle Mm -hmm. it was a battle
1: yeah
4: um and the only word i remember oh see i already forgot his name because scott's asked you know Tell yeah. me your name, and who are you and and i I lost his name, but that's a good thing, um, yeah, but anyway, so he comes out, and this sword I pulled out of my chest mm-hmm. and see i'm not I read the Bible, but I literally can't remember it I can't yeah, yeah. I cannot remember scripture, I just have that you know. Through 18 years of counseling, there's mm-hmm. parts of my life that they don't want to uncover. Mm-hmm. They said it's healthier for me to leave B because we don't know what happened. I could see that. Yeah. So my brain just has that ability. Even mm-hmm. though I want to learn, I, I can't remember.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So apparently there's things in the Bible about some of this, but I don't know that.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: All I saw was a figure leaving my body and going towards heaven and there was some kind of black tar dripping out of his hands mm. and freeing me and it was definitely Jesus. Mm. I saw Jesus take whatever it was out of my body mm. and lift it away and I felt warmth, peace um like. I wasn't in pain. It was like the most incredible thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I, I have people, I have friends that will say you're crazy. Of course. I'm telling you, and I'm not going to say it's my truth. It was my experience that I saw this figure leave my body Mm -hmm. and this, I still see it. The black tar dripping and releasing me. Mm. So.
2: (laughs) And uh, let me ask you this question. for for the people that might say that you're crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're crazy. I've seen <laughs> crazier stuff than that. But people that knew you before that moment in time, what would they say about you two weeks later? What was the change? Mm-hmm. What was the difference? Could in, they see it?
4: Interesting. Um, we told our children that we want you to pay really close attention to mom and dad the next couple months. Oh. Hmm. Not really knowing what was going to happen, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I am just a more, I'm not negative. I'm one of the most positive people you'll meet. Mm-hmm. Um, I find good in everything. Mm-hmm. Even if my dog were to get hit by a car, as horrible as that sound, mm-hmm. I will find a reason that God made that happen or d- didn't make it happen, but allowed it to happen because I'll find a good from it. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm supposed to rescue this other dog. Right. Like, I always pull out something. Wow. I'm more patient. I'm kinder.
2: Did your kids notice?
4: Oh, definitely. How
2: old were they at the time?
4: Well, this was only seven years ago. So they're 20 and 21.
2: So they were old enough to recognize the difference and communicate it.
4: Yes. Yeah. Mom wasn't going off, you know. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Depression ended?
4: Depression completely ended. Overnight? It's interesting because I have to say this. Um, so I did start. I I was going to college to be a nurse at the time when this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working full time as an STNA at Southwest. I loved it. I just love. Yeah. I love patient care. Mm-hmm. Um, I still had two children at home and a husband I loved. Mm-hmm. And I went to the doctor because I still wasn't sleeping, mm-hmm. and I was on Cl- Clonopin, Ambien, and Xanax all at the oh same time.
2: Oh my gosh! <laughs> How are you li- alive?
4: Yeah. That's the thing. They're like that should have killed an elephant. Oh my god! And I remember taking my kids to school one day, and I turned left in front of a car. Oh! And that kind of woke me up. Like whoa. And when I went to the doctor, he's like, you have to give up something. You have to give up something. Mm. And this was before I actually followed through the total steps. Mm -hmm. I was kind of working on it, but I was still. um, And he said, we have to take you off these pills. They're killing people in Hollywood. Mm. And I'm like, panic attack major. And, you know, because I wasn't sleeping, but yet I had that hope. That these pills would help me sleep right and he was taking that hope away Uh. So I went home that night and I actually laid in my bed and I cried and I prayed and I cried and I prayed prayed Because Macaulay's were helping me on that journey. Mm -hmm. So I understood the power of prayer Mm -hmm. and uh, the very next day um, Someone from high school reached out to me about these supplements Hmm. and vitamins and I tried them, and so yes, I give God total glory because He actually put these in my lap. Mm-hmm. I prayed, "What What am I going to do? You can't just take me off everything." Mm-hmm. And uh, He said, "No, <laughs> gonna try put this. You on this. Mm-hmm. Let's try this." And it's been seven years in January that I've been on that as well. Wow! So He gave me that opportunity, mm-hmm. like I was able to quit my job. All my job <laughs> um, and just do this. So mm-hmm. I can be there for my family. And I was also going through the steps. So they were hand in hand. Mm-hmm. The depression definitely went right away after steps. Mm-hmm. But I also know about getting your gut healthy, mm-hmm. how it's connected to your brain
2: yeah, and your spirit.
4: Yeah, and so many people yeah. don't understand that, and they I've don't. known it for seven years mm-hmm. because yeah. I saw it and I researched, and I'm I'm a research junkie. I get well. Love that's it. a
2: good thing. That it's yeah. a good thing that you have the spiritual deliverance, but then you also go through the manifestation, if you want to call it that, of physical changes. Mm-hmm. You're not just, yeah, I'm free now. I gotta I gotta change my lifestyle. Yeah, do yeah. some new you things yeah. to to minister to the physical body. Definitely. Yeah. Which is very appropriate.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and, and now you got the brain and, and you now, got the spirit. Yeah, liberty to do it.
4: I got everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I am just a whole different person. Yeah, my I have chronic pain from riding so much and falling so much, mm-hmm. and um, you know I had double knee surgery. I've got chronic back conditions, mm-hmm. but everything is manageable. My anxiety is manageable. No, it's not gone. But I know how to go to him for help. Right. And I keep my gut in check.
1: Mm-hmm. So
4: it's just incredible to me because it used to paralyze me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> paralyze me. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, huh, okay, let's get through this. We mm-hmm. got this. So it's, yeah.
2: That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. know, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, I, We've asked this <laughs> question <world> <laughs> once or twice with people having met jesus what's the best thing about him to you
4: oh my gosh <laughs> the best
2: the best thing mm. on a personal level
4: he's just always there for me he is i mean i talk to him throughout the day it's mm. not you know when i grew up it was you say your prayers before bed mm-hmm. um now it's I need him all day.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. I need him when I'm driving. I need him when I see my kid taking off on his motorcycle. <laughs> I mean, I'm just talking to him all day and he just brings me so much peace.
1: yeah,
4: Comfort, awesome. warmth. Yeah. Happiness. Mm. That I've never experienced before.
2: That's awesome answer.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well done. Is there anything you'd like to share with the kids
4: at home before before we go anything that Mm, there's so much you know I want to give people hope Mm -hmm.
3: I would say your story (laughs) I think you've done a very good job of that (laughs) don't give up
4: yeah you never know what tomorrow brings
3: that's true too
4: you know even even this whole situation this summer Mm
1: -hmm.
4: I've had a great summer I'm with my (laughs) family (laughs) wow you know, I mean, that's I'm with great. my family, and mm-hmm. we, it, word, huh? the weather was beautiful, <laughs> and yeah, I'm enjoying being in the woods with my husband, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I feel bad that I'm happy.
0: Don't feel bad because
2: don't. so many people are God, like just awesome. so enjoy it while just, you have like, it. Nasty, yeah.
4: you know. Right. And the weather changing, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I love all the seasons, mm-hmm. and I love that it's it's still nice out and people are getting ready to be like angry about winter and like, but just enjoy today. <laughs> right.
0: That has been my prayer. My prayer uh, lately for, for me, for my family, for my oldest daughter and I, especially is that we start loving winter because we've both grown to not. And I even got to a spot in my life where I've always, falls always been my favorite, but there were a few years there where I was like, "Oh, fall," because that means winter's coming, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Lord, that's not no. from you." Like, I'm not claiming that. And we we have seasons to embrace seasons. They all have their purpose, and I'm glad we live in. A, I, the kids and Tim get <laughs> so tired of me saying it, but in the last couple of years, I've come to appreciate living in Ohio so much. Mm-hmm. Like if we were in some other country and we drove through the hills or whatever you call, you know, the country of Ohio, we'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this is so beautiful! Look <laughs> at all the trees." We would so think it's amazing. Oh, yeah. the woods—they're magical. <laughs> but because we live in Ohio, we act like yeah. it's so boring. And it's—it yeah. is. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I embrace it. And yeah, and that's what my, he's like. I'm just so grateful we live in a place that has four seasons. Yeah.
3: I need some of that. <laughs> Send that my way. <laughs> you know, for me, as long as the sun's shining, that's that's really all I need, but the sun don't shine I think
2: too there's much. There's something here. there's something to be said for learning contentment. <laughs> yes. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like you. I I used to hate fall. Mhm. Hated it cuz it was like a a precursor a very emotional precursor <laughs> to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A landscape that was devoid of life. Yeah. To me. Yeah.
4: He's right. taught me contentment, and all the bad. Sure. A
2: lot of bad things always happened in the fall, and
4: mm-hmm. well, look memories. At, look that, at Halloween.
2: Well, that's what I'm you know, talking about. And, I had some events in my childhood that, you know, just hate the time. Mm-hmm. I used to. Yeah. yeah. And I moved to Georgia, and it was it just got to me. And one time, I finally said, "Okay, Lord, I, I just give me a reason to enjoy fall." Mm-hmm. And he did it. Yeah. Yes. I guess I'm just got to pray for him to do that for winter. Because
4: <laughs> a lot of people would be afraid of Halloween the rest of their life. They're going right. to get tense and nervous, and oh my gosh, somebody's going to die. Mm-hmm. Stop that. Right. Just enjoy every day because you don't know what he's going to bring you, and yeah. it can be a, a miracle. Amazing.
2: Yeah, it can be amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and don't let anybody ever tell you you're nothing.
4: Well, I'm a I'm a child of the king. There you go. And that's what I keep going to. Yeah. Um, I'm the daughter of a king. Mm. How how much better does that get?
3: Do you ever pinch yourself and be like, man, I can't believe it used to be this that way.
4: Oh, a and lot. Now, yeah.
3: Yeah. Or if or if you might be having a, somewhat of a bad day, you say, wow, it used to be like this. Mm. It's not bad at all now.
4: And I don't have jealousy. Yeah. I don't have I'm not attached to th- things anymore yeah. like i'm i'm a definitely a different person That's mm-hmm. awesome. I
0: wish we had videos so people could see how much you've smiled throughout selfie. your story. <laughs> yes, we do oh, have to do thank a you selfie for reminding. But yeah. like i thought to myself as you've been talking you're so you have such whimsy and such freedom you're very light as you speak and i yeah. thought if goldie hahn or or what's her daughter's <laughs> name uh oh. a, a Hudson Okay, K- K- if they were Christians, you ha- they would have <laughs> this is the vibe. Like you're just carefree and light. And I mean, if God can do that for you, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. come on now. Yeah. That's come on just... now. Come on.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, title. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: I think of Bruce Farley when we're at church. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce yeah.
2: Farley. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good title. Yeah. I like mm. it. Cool. <laughs> Stick with that one.
4: Yes. Well,
3: thanks so much for being honest and transparent. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
4: I hope I can help somebody. If it if I help one person, it's worth it.
3: Right. Absolutely. Exactly. No doubt.
2: This has been Recreated Podcast, and we really appreciate you being on uh, on the show with us and paying attention and listening. If you want more information we have a website www.recreated.life L-I-F-E at the end and you can go there and we have other podcasts available we would certainly love to hear from you there's an email contact form thing (laughs) you can fill out of your or
3: email us at friends at recreated.life
2: or that right there yeah so uh, Recreated is all about uh, your story, our story Everybody's story that uh, meets Jesus and walks and suffers and learns what it's like to uh, receive his mercy for their life. So if you have a story, we'd love to hear it. Please contact us. And until next time, next week, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, have a good week. Yep. And don't forget Jesus. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> that a good make it up as you